Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Season 2, Episode 44 of the Daily Intermission Podcast. We're back in studio. First and foremost, we apologize about the one-episode week. Nate is in studio with me, and it has been a hectic few weeks. It's been a bloodbath from hell. It's been bachelor party into wedding season. Holy smokes, dude. I am living on a prayer, as Bon Jovi would say. I mean, this has just got to be one of the biggest all-time benders in the history. Yeah, I'm battling, man. Yeah. I'm battling. That's been tough. For sure. But, uh, no, I mean, congratulations to I know, the listener of the show, Alex Thomas yeah. and Gabrielle Lazaric for, for uh, tying the knot and... Fantastic wedding. Yeah, awesome. I mean, I, I I didn't attend, but everything that Nate says, it was it's, it's it was quite the spectacle. Good time, very fun time. Congrats to them. Yes, jeez, nice to not have a wedding for a bit though. Holy smokes. Yeah, for sure. But we're back on the horse uh, come Friday in Toronto. Yeah, uh, we're going for the Canadian Open, so we're excited about that. Uh, I went into to Halifax last night, Nate, and and uh, enjoyed a couple pops with some friends and. I always find it absolutely outrageous that the bars in Halifax are open till 4 a.m. Yeah, it's too much. 4 a.m.? It's a little too much, but... Like, you got to kick me out of there at 2 o'clock. Yeah, man, like, I don't think anywhere should be open past 3. Yeah. Like, 3... I get some... Man, 3's even, like... 3's it. That's aggressive. Yeah, but... Nobody on earth needs to be up at that time. No, they don't. And let alone 4. I mean... if you're shutting down bars at four o'clock, like Sunday is an absolute write-off. You're not getting up till one. Oh, there's no way. No chance. It just doesn't make any sense. No. But yeah, it's it's foolish. I mean, although I like, I guess where we're from, it's a lot uh, closest like too early. Yeah. I'd rather close later than early. Same. Yeah, Nothing I have the worse option. than early. I think yeah, like that one one thirty seems like that would be almost ideal. One thirty. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't. Maybe, maybe just put it at a clear two. Okay, just a just a solid rounded out. Two at two a.m. Two a.m. You're out of there. That's late, though, dude. Yes, that's late. Yeah, it's very late. Um, it, but yeah, when you're in Halifax drinking, I mean, you've got to like forecast. It's like I'm not, I'm not leaving at twelve thirty or one o'clock. Yeah, like that's kind of right in the heat of the battle. That's when you like. I remember like going out when I was younger. Yeah, it was like you hit the bar at twelve. Yeah, I know it's that like, a lot in Halifax. It's like, holy smokes! You gotta man. you gotta give up for a marathon when you're in uh, the city, beautiful city of Halifax. But uh, Nate, continue on on the pregame show. I do want to mention too, we haven't given them a shout out in a few episodes. This pregame segment is brought to you by Manscaped, the best tools for your family jewels. I mean, this stuff is the best grooming kit on the market. Make sure you go to manscaped.com, use the code TDI for twenty percent off, free shipping. Nate uses it all over. Oh yeah, I yeah. I mean, I cleaned up for the wedding using my Manscaped thing. Yeah, exactly. Right yeah. on the face. Yep. Back down to the testiculars. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's a, it's a great tool. So I'm aware also that I know everyone listening is just probably puking right now. I just don't find it that gross, which is probably really weird. Yeah. I just like, man, mine. I'm not going to judge. Yeah. I'm not going to judge. And I just simply don't care. Yeah. Um, Shave anything, anytime. Uh, Nate, PETA is upset at... 
the Churchill Down videos, Drake and Jack Harlow collab in a song. Um, they did the video at Churchill Downs where they host the Kentucky Derby. They are upset that Jack Harlow glamorized horse racing while videoing at Churchill Downs. Dude, PETA, <laughs> PETA is just so gone on everything they do every single time. Like, yeah. you're going to go at Jack Harlow? The, the go at the Kentucky Derby. Exactly. What are you doing? It's uh, it's absolutely unbelievable. It's been a horse race for years, and now it's yeah. just like, oh, now we're going to... Glamorizing horse racing? How about the upper echelon of people? Like, we're talking about the elite of elites in, in American society that go to this event. Like, I don't know. I think Jack Harlow singing a song at the... At the uh, concert, or at the uh, at the at the event, like I mean, is that really something that you're gonna pick and target? Apparently, it's PETA. It's absolutely unbelievable. What a gong show that is. Yeah, it's PETA. Uh, <laughs> what does that stand for, Nate? I was just thinking that it must be people, something something animals. Yeah, people. I'm I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, I want to know what that stands for. Look it up. PETA. It's uh, probably something. The E and the T are probably something so stupid. <laughs> Uh, let's see here, PETA. Go to Wikipedia, I think would be the, what, PETA, oh, what PETA. The People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. Okay. Okay, so that, that's actually a solid name. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Yeah. No well, respect to PETA there. All right, well, your name's uh, dialed in, but yeah, I'd say stay away from Jack Harlow. If you really want to make some changes there, I think you got to go after the Derby. <clears throat> Guess the year. What year was PETA formed? Uh, I'm going to say uh, 2005. 1980. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, so. they've really poured onto the scene because they've stepped up their social media game. For sure. Um, Nate, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, and Patrick Mahomes played in a golf match. Um, the match six. It's getting a little old for me. Yeah, I know. I was thinking that too. Yeah, it I is. I was like, ah, it's just, man, it's too much now. I'm just really not that interested in watching four of the best quarterbacks in the world golf. Like, if I want to watch golf, I've got yeah. the U.S. Women's Open on, and I also have the Memorial Tournament. Like, watch the best golfers if you want yeah. to watch golf. And I get it that, you know, there's some mega fans in the States that will watch Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and Patrick Mahomes, and Josh Allen do just about anything. Yeah. It's just, it's getting a little old for me. Like, I just really don't have the interest of sitting down and watching these guys golf. It's like, Tom Brady hit, like, a cold shank. It's like, <laughs> you know, so did John Rahm this week. But, you know, they happen. But, I mean, they're just, they're, like, they're, they're good golfers. But it's like, you know, if you want to watch... You know, fun golf and guys go watch the best in the world do it. Yeah, I know. You it's know? just you know, it's just like the same like cheesy little chirps. Exactly. Yeah. It's like oh, I got eight rings. Or you don't rings. have a Super Bowl. Or yeah, the, generic, generic. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers isn't vaccinated. Yeah, exactly. Now it's like okay, yeah. sweet. We got the same stuff. It's like if they were gonna straight up fight or like it was actually heated, I'd probably be like, okay. Yeah, for it's sure. Just friendly banter. No, exactly. I mean, there is probably some individuals with some some big personalities that would watch over those score. But anyway. Just for me, the match six. So it'll be interesting to see who the match seven. And this was the first one without golfers, like without Tiger, yeah. or Bryson. So, yeah. um, so I don't know how it went. I don't know what the ratings were like. They were probably off the mat, off the charts. So probably. if the ratings were good, you know, just for me personally, I think it's uh, it might be time to move on. But the you know the lumber, the numbers will tell the tale there. Yeah, for sure. Nate, that'll conclude the pregame show of episode forty-four, season two. We're moving into quarter one, and we're going to talk National Basketball Association. We've got the finals on the go, and we've got the Boston Celtics and Golden State Warriors. I, I didn't realize this, Nate, but they take like three, four day breaks between games. I know. I don't get the. I don't get when they're not traveling. Yeah. Like, what is the need? Exactly. It's foolish, but I don't know. So what were the Boston Celtics saying for like the last three nights? Oh, they obviously the first night got mangled. Yeah, oh, I was no safe. doubt about that. Yeah, I mean, go enjoy yourself. At least have a few. You know, enjoy yourself. They had a few in in the Bay Area. Yeah. Um, but uh, game one was super exciting, man. The uh, it was a tight game most of the game. I mean, Golden State. 
They did have a 17-point lead in the fourth quarter, which got evaporated. Yes. Um, and uh, 17 unanswered by the Celtics in the fourth. I mean, you got, you've got uh, Derek White, who had a huge game. Al Horford led the uh, led the Celtics with 26 points. Steph hit seven threes in the yes. first quarter. Like it was great basketball. The Celtics steal one on the road. I've got a feeling that Golden State comes back and wins this one. Yeah. And uh, sends it back to Boston tied at one. Yeah, I think so too, man. Yeah. I had an absolute uh, Armageddon. Uh, parlay going same game parlay too. Okay, so close. No way. So close. Those are fun, eh? Oh, they're sick. Yeah, dude, it was a ten dollar free bet. Would have paid a thousand bucks. The only thing I ended up missing on was um, I went six for seven, and it was Draymond didn't get eight and a half points. No way. Yeah, he's out there. Like I had Steph Curry for the over three and a half threes. Obviously, yep. there's some other thing. It was like Jason Tatum for like one steal, I think, or something like that. I can't remember all the little things. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, it was all positive juice the whole way through. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm watching Draymond. He, <clears throat> it was, like, I think his second quarter, and he, he got a layup. And I was like, all right, let's go. And he got fouled. I was like, let's let's go. And then, <laughs> anyway, he clanks that. And then oh. he's got two more free throws later, clanks them both. I think he ended up with two points. Oh, my gosh. Like, come on, dude. Just hit a couple. It's funny for a guy that that's that impactful on the basketball court. He really, like, he doesn't have too many big games where he's over, like, 10, oh, 12, 15 points. And a guy who's just consistently yapping in the media. I Every know. time he gets behind the mic, he's like, that guy sucks. I like, know. Jesus, Draymond, tone it down a notch. No, exactly. So, uh, game two will be tonight um, for the listeners yesterday. So, our prediction, my prediction is Golden State wins it. I'm with you there. Um, and it goes back to Boston, title one. Need um, just some other news in the NBA. Uh, LeBron James becomes the first active NBA player to become a billionaire, uh, which is pretty cool. I mean, uh, Kobe and Michael Jordan did it, but it was after their careers. Yep. Um, so, I mean, it would be interesting, I mean, being in a locker room with someone who's a billionaire. Like, it's just, you know, for a rookie coming into the Lakers next year, like, you know, you're making, I don't know, your minimum salary of, I don't know what it is, maybe a million, nine hundred k and you legitimately have a billionaire on your team. And... To credit LeBron James, man, I'm just going to go on a little rant here. Yep. I mean, he still trains his, his tail off. He still wants to be the best in the world. Like, I, you know, that's... What is it? He spends a million dollars a year on, like, his wellness? Yeah. I, mean, I would up like that, that to 10. Might as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, if you're a billionaire. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he does. He's really <laughs> taking care of his body. He's he's similar to the Tom Brady, uh, where, you know, they. it's just the work ethic that these guys have is, you know, it attributes so much to, to why they're great. And... Um, you know, you can love or hate LeBron James. Obviously, his antics on and off the court can be cringy at times. But, I mean, numbers never lie. A billion dollars. billion dollars. Wild. <laughs> so crazy to think, like, a guy can come into the NBA, play a career, become a billionaire, and then theoretically buy a team in the league. Yes. You know? Like, that's that's insanity. For sure. I think that would be, you know, a business to be a move. power move, dude. Let's yeah. buy the Lakers, buddy. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, at least be, you know, majority equity owner of the Lakers. That would be so sick. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I don't know what types of moves I'll be making. Uh, but that's, you know, that's that's what these guys do is, you know, and that's smart if you're an athlete. I mean, you make, you invest and, and make business decisions, create other, um, you know, ventures. And, and, and that's how you grow um, and, and compound, um, you know, your money. But, uh, Nate, uh, I did want to mention the, the Lakers did hire Darvin Ham. Uh, they fired Frank Vogel and Kevin Durant. Stephen A. Smith had a nice little Twitter beef. Stephen A. Smith came on TV last week and said that Michael Jordan and Steph Curry have changed basketball for the worse. How? Well, exactly. So he said that the outlook and the spotlight is more on individuals because of what Michael and Steph have done to the game instead of a team. It's like. Listen, my guy, if you look across any landscape, it will always be dialed into the players. I mean, we're talking about, uh, just moving it over to hockey, we're talking about the Edmonton Oilers and the Colorado Avalanche. 
I mean, pre-series, it was McDavid versus McKinnon. I mean, yeah. you look at the superstars. You know, nobody's going to be really talking about Zach Cassian and JT Comfort. You know, before yeah. the series, uh, their teams as the whole obviously they perform. But you're going to look at why these teams are successful. And, and uh, I just thought it was just the most outrageous take by Stephen A. Smith. I mean, it's just classic, though. It is. Yeah, man. it's classic. Yeah. And he says it's all about like that's what you know. I mean, it's all about him, though. No, you know exactly. What I mean? Like yeah. he's just a hypocritical statement. Yeah, exactly. It's foolish. Yeah, he's saying it just so he gets some, exactly. Yeah. So it's like what man like. <sighs> I've never been a big fan of that guy or um, Max Kellerman. Uh, Will Bond. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't love Will Bond. Okay. Um, and uh, the other guy, the older, the older guy. Skip Bayless. No, well, yeah, he's a tool. <laughs> um, but there's someone else. Uh, I can't remember. It's a guy who's with Will Bond on PTI. Tony Kornheiser. No. Anyway, don't like him. Okay. <laughs> Uh, it's annoying. Just always screaming and stuff. And yeah, yeah. It's good banter. But uh, all right, that'll conclude quarter one, season two, episode forty-four. The NBA. We're excited to continue to watch the finals, and then obviously we'll get the draft, and we'll get everything going in the off season. But you know, great finals. Uh, I think a lot of people are happy with how the uh, playoffs turned out. Yep. New York Rangers versus Tampa Bay Lightning, man. Gerard Gallant's got this team absolutely humming. I mean, they've won six-two game one at home, then they won three-two at home. The Garden is absolutely going bananas. Yeah. I'm not sold that this series is completely over yet. No, I know. I you can easily see Tampa grabbing both at home. Exactly. And they say that, right? You're not out of the series until you've lost it. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. So we'll see what happens here. I mean, this is Cinderella run. This well, I is, think so this too. is some two thousand three and on duck stuff, man. This yeah. is a team I didn't think had a shot. I mean they they're solid on paper. Oh for sure. For but sure. it's just like I don't know, man. I just I just can't believe it. It's it's I mean like if you would have told me they're up on two nothing on Tampa in the conference finals before the playoffs, yeah, I would have said no man. There's well, we, no way. We talked about it for the Leafs and the Bruins and even Washington. Like who would you want to play first round? And it was New York, the Rangers. Yeah, yeah they, we felt like they were the weakest team in the East. And mm-hmm. um, you know we I mean New York Shesterkin obviously is an incredible goaltender. And plus two, you know we will give credit to Peter Morser. I mean that kid line has been. Absolutely unbelievable. They have been playing really well. They've got uh, Kako, Lafreniere, and Heedle playing together, all under 22 years of age. I love Heedle. Yeah, man. He's been buzzing. It seems like he scores every game. So the kid line's been incredible, but uh, I think Tampa will have a response at home. And I think John Cooper, I think Vasilevsky might steal one too. Uh, I haven't heard about Braden Point. Is there any update on Braden Point? Uh, As far as I know, I don't think he's back for this series. It looks bad. Yeah. Yeah, it did. He might be toast. Yeah, it looked like he just straight up tore his quad. I know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, obviously Tampa Bay's in trouble. New York looks fantastic. And, and uh, I mean, Gerard Gallant, I mean, this guy, he uh, he knows how to take teams on runs. And that's something that you can't take away from him. It's crazy. Especially his like, first year. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, he's gone on this run his first year. And yep. then also, I mean, when Vegas, Vegas, obviously the first year, goes to the finals. So, I yeah. mean, like... I wouldn't this be surprised coach, if he man. gets fired in the offseason. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. I still can't believe Florida gassed him after that. What, he went coach of the year and then they just yeah. gassed him? During practice, called the cab point. Yeah. It was like, what the, anyway, that was weird. Yeah. Uh, but speaking about being in trouble, Nate, we'll move on to the series out west and the Western Conference Finals. we got Edmonton in big trouble, man. And, and it just oh. seems like they've kind of run out of luck. And they've run into a team that's just much better. Um, yeah. Colorado. I mean, the you look at uh, Edmonton and they play with a lot of speed. I mean, obviously, with McDavid, the fastest player in the NHL. And, and uh, it feels like that he just he just hasn't been able to take over the games like he did against Calgary and like he did in the latter half of the series against L.A. They've been shutting him down. I mean, Kel McCarr, there was a one-on-one. Kel McCarr was just skating right with him and poked it away from him. Yeah, like I know. You know, they, they just have the the recipe to shut down. And it looks like Dreisaitl, man. Like he, he went down the tunnel in the last night's game, and he does yeah. not look like... His well, he's been injured since, like, first round. No, exactly. You know I mean? It's just tough luck on the guy. For sure. And Darnell Nurse has been terrible. And yeah. I guess he's playing injured uh, yeah. as well. And then, I mean, 
Mike Smith did play fairly well last night, but it's just the timeliness of the goals that go yeah. in on him. You know, it's just a weak one here. Weak, it just, just kills you. The momentum and, and yeah. uh, you know that's gonna that's gonna go down. I think is if you look on paper, they've got a solid structure. But we talked about it at the deadline, man. Like their goaltending needed to be addressed, yeah. and they didn't do it. You know, they had faith in Koskinen and Smith, and I think uh, you know when it's all said and done. I mean, I don't think they're gonna come back down three zero here to Colorado. I think no, that that's what we're no gonna be talking shot. about. No, there's no shot. No. It's a shame, but yeah, they're they are doing a great job collectively. Like the whole five on five lineup is just like they've got their eyes on McDavid. They're watching him the whole time. They know yep. where he's at. Like they're For sure. you know they're not letting him go. Yeah. Also, that McCarr play was obviously really nice, but holy smokes, man! I think I've seen it replay about four hundred times. Know. It's I like jeez, he's just skating with him, pokes it off a stick. I know. That's I know. like jeez. Like, and it's not like it was like a crazy scoring opportunity. Like he was out pretty wide. Like he was trying. Yeah. To, like if he would have gone around to every there, game, I know. to everybody. Exactly. Exactly. Like, oh my God! Look at Kale. He is just so exciting to watch, though, man. Is McDavid <clears> like you know my yeah. appreciation for McDavid has, has certainly increased. I obviously you know I knew he was the best player in the NHL, but this playoffs I've seen a brand of hockey that I don't think I've ever seen before yeah. uh, in the game. And obviously, like the, the players on Colorado have been absolutely incredible too. I mean, why we've got to give them credit. I mean, um, McKinnon's been an absolute fireball. And, and, and Makar, but I mean, you got guys chipping in like uh, Vla- Valerie Nikushkin. Nikushkin's been unbelievable. <laughs> He's been amazing, and uh, you got JT Comfort yep. has been awesome, and and Nazem Kadri. I mean, I don't think he gets enough love, man. He's yeah. such a pest. He actually got Evander yeah. Kane chased him from yeah, behind. He's going to have a hearing. I think so too. Well, that they was pretty greasy. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So he's getting definitely getting suspended. Yeah, that was greasy. Probably only get like a game though. Just <clears throat> yeah, it's playoffs for sure. I mean, that might be it anyway. Yeah, so. I think it could be a sweep here. Um, we'll see if they can. I don't think they can come back here. I mean, I think that uh, the belief in the room in Edmonton has has depleted, and we're gonna have Colorado in the Stanley Cup Finals. This is Nate's Stanley Cup pick. Um, and uh, and yeah, and they uh, they'll be waiting uh, for whoever wins Easter Conference. But they're getting tons of production, man. Colorado's been a great team. Yeah. That'll conclude quarter two, season two, episode 44 of the Daily Mission Podcast, and we are getting into how much, what it take. So this segment is we give each other situations, and we have to give a value, a monetary number of money that it would take for us to take part in this uh, this situation. Yes. And uh, it's been a hit on, on TikTok. I think you guys will really enjoy it. There's a lot of banter here. And uh, Nate, do you want to start things off? Sure thing. All right. <clears throat> All right, Greg. How much would it take for you to jump out of a plane in a squirrel suit? Oh my goodness! One of those crazy like, oh, flying suits. Yeah, yeah. Holy smokes! It would take a lot of money, man. I'm gonna say, I'll say five million. Yeah. Like that's sketchy, man. I don't even know if I'd do it. Yeah, like there's a good chance you're dying. Yeah, if you don't know what you're doing. No. Like I don't know how people do that anyway. It is absolutely ridiculous, man. Ten million people flying through mountains and stuff. It million? would honestly probably take me a hundred million to do it. Yeah. Because I'd be like, listen. I'm either like doing this and getting an absolute ticket here, yeah, or I'm just going down swinging. Yeah, yeah. So I think a hundred for me. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's. I mean, it would take a lot of money. Alrighty, how much would it take? And I, I do want to mention that I just didn't, you know, peg you as like a as a big hiker or mountain climber. Mm-hmm. How much would it take for you to climb Mount Everest? Have to be a million bucks. A million dollars, you do to it. Be a million. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd probably do it for a million. Yeah, you know, you get it's been done. It's obviously oh, sure. it's obviously a battle. People perish. as long as I yes they do. Yeah, as long as I had all the the things to try, I think yeah. I would do it for a million. Yeah, you could do up a nice crew too. Look, make sure you had doctors on hand. Yeah, yeah. and and if I had like an emergency like helicopter to get the hell out of there. Yeah, you know, I'd do it for a million for sure. But I'm not going up there singly. No, that's for sure. No, that would take. That's another thing I, I don't know. I don't know if I do it. Oh, a few days. I think so. Yeah, yeah, it's a while. Ugh. 
I can't remember how. Gosh, that gives me. I don't. I'm not like I did some hiking when I was out west, man. And I, I'm gonna tell you right now. I mean, my anxiety. Those were some of the worst anxiety attacks I've ever had, man. Yeah, you get to about grizzlies, thinking about cougars. Yeah. Like you're straight up on a even Rocky Mountain. You you find yourself in like a spot where you're like kind of out of it, and oh. you're just like, and then you get to this part where it's like super steep or something. You're climbing on these weird things. Oh. You're like, man, I don't love it. No, it's, I don't love it at it's all. Not really for me. People do love it though. They do. All right, walk a kilometer across burning coals. Oh my goodness. It's also going to have to take a lot of money. I mean, like my feet are going to be torched. There is a way you can do it though, I guess, where like where people walk on coals. Yeah. I guess it's like if you just do the right steps, it doesn't burn you. Okay. It's like a quick So I need to be trained. Yeah. If you I'll train. say five million. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Five million bucks at like walking a kilometer uh, on burning coals. That'd be, yeah. That'd be definitely better than jumping out of a plane with a squirrel suit. Yeah, I think so. Live... Or no, spend a week in the jungle with nothing by yourself. <sighs> to spend a week? Yeah. No food or anything? Like I got a no. scounge? Yeah. The jungle. Oh, man. Jesus. Oh, man. I'd have to go a mill. A million bucks? Yeah, I think I'd do it for a million. Holy smokes. Yeah. Would I, you just kind of like make a little like fort and just chill in it for a week? I, yeah, I'd probably uh, formulate some sort of weapon to have for yeah. a bit. Probably wouldn't move too much from there. That's the crazy to say you do that for a million bucks. Yeah. A week is not a terrible amount of time. If it was like a month, yeah. we're talking 10 mil. Yeah. Maybe more. I think more. Yeah. No, I'd do it for a million, I think. You know what? We're going to run into someone one of these days. Like this just... And we're gonna and someone's gonna pay us to do one of these things. Yeah. It's like, all right, we're going to the jungle. Yeah. You're like, oh, uh, how much did I say? Yeah. A million? It's like, all right, let's go. Yeah, yeah. Screw it. I'll just get that stick, catch a couple fish. But what happens like, if a pack of panthers rolls up on you? Yeah, I mean, that's going to be an issue. That's yeah. why I would have the weapon. Yeah. I would just, I don't know, play dead? Yeah. Is that a move? Well, they'll, they will certainly they'll make, find out. They'll make do with a dead body, that's for sure. They would. All right, do a tri flying triple bounce off a trampoline onto a didgeridoo. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> it would hurt. Oh, my. <laughs> Oh my gosh! So you're you're coming in from from some height. We're talking tr like a triple bounce, like a yeah, crazy yeah. bounce on the. I'll do a didgeridoo. I mean, yeah. I and, it, and it's gonna rip. Oh my! I'm going, dude. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going ten million. Yeah, I'm going I mean, ten. That's a good number. Yeah, it's a good number. It's gonna. We're gonna have. We're talking reconstructive surgery. Oh no my. doubt about it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, like we're talking. It goes directly up the rectum. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Big time up. Oh my gosh! Like, do you, you know how much height you're coming in with? Oh, it might kill you. Yeah. This might kill you. Twenty-five million. Okay. All right, Nate. To live the rest of your life in a foreign country. Oh my god. Do I get to take a family member? No, just by myself. Yeah. Oh man. How foreign. You don't speak the same language. Don't particularly enjoy where you're living either. Oh boy. It would have to probably be at least a hundred million dollars. Yeah, exactly. And you're even living. then I don't know if the money's worth it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I would probably just be like, alright, I'm content with like forty K a year just living. The thing is though, is like if you get the hundred million, then you could probably just fly out. Yeah. Whoever there, you want it all the time. But let's just come live with me. I'll give yeah, you a please. Yeah. Like yeah, for sure. That'd be the only way around it. Alright, do the outhouse bungee jump from Jackass. Oh, so you're in a... You're, it's a it starts on the ground, yeah. you're in the outhouse, oh, it's filled with feces, and then it goes flying up as high as it can, and then back and forth and back and forth. Oh, and back man. And forth. Poop everywhere. 
I'd probably do it for a million bucks. Yeah, I would too, probably. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because there's no, there's no chance of dying. It's going to well, be shitty. Probably not a chance no. of dying. It's going to be I shitty. I don't trust bungee cords, but that's yeah. just me. I did a double backflip off a bungee jump into like a river. Yeah. It's not insane. for me. Not for me. So I so listen to this. I'm gonna get into this story here for a minute. So yeah. uh, so we're we get up to this bungee jump, man. I'm like I, I'm like not overly excited to do this. I'm like okay, well, I go over and just start crushing beers. Yeah, and then, like I'm about five beers in. Like I've just been chatting with everyone. It was kind of like a meet and greet with our uh, with our new staff in in Lesser. Yeah, and then it's like yeah, Greg, you're up, and I was like all right, and then like I've done backflips off like into bridges and like I know how to do a backflip, and I was like yeah. fuck it. I'll toss a backflip here. Yeah. And just sent it. And oh, like, man. I was talking to the guy, too. I was like, is there any chance that this could get tangled up if I do a backflip? He's like, no, no. Like, you're good. And I was like, okay. And just fully sent it. Wow. And, That's and, the way you got to do it, though. Well, exactly, yeah. You can't just sit there. The longer you sit there and stand, man. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So, Girl. anyway, it was a little bit of liquid, liquid courage. But, uh, anyway, I need to be... How much would it take for you to be a vegetarian for the rest of your life? Jeez, I went vegan for a month um, a few years back. Oh. Uh, during February, 28 days. And I'm telling you, it was bad. Yeah, was I bad. love so many types of foods that that aren't vegetarian. vegetarian. I mean, there is ways you can get around it. Like, I do enjoy a lot of like like cabbage and stuff, but it's just the the you know after a while, it's like, is tofu gonna do it for me? Oh my! There dude, is a lot of good options that. though of like, you know, beyond beef burgers and stuff. Yeah, like that. Oh man, probably uh, I'd probably have to go like 50 mil. 50 million, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's, someone's listening to this and being like, are you kidding? Yeah, that's that's probably a good number. Dude, like, I, I put a high price on, on my foods that I enjoy. Like, It'd be tough not to have, like... I guess you can have vegetarian... Is You can have fish? Is that right? I don't think. No? No. Okay. There's yeah. something where you can have fish. I can't okay. remember what it is. Maybe. I don't really know the difference between vegetarian and vegan either, but... Vegan is you can't eat anything from an animal. So, oh. like, eggs... Wow. Uh, anything like that. That seems a little outrageous to me. Yeah, it does. Like, vegetarian, you need eggs. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure. That's pretty certain. solid, then. Yeah. I could live a, probably a week off of eggs. Yeah. I mean, you probably get sick of them after a while. Can you, can you eat bread? As a vegetarian? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well then, bread and eggs for a week. Could do it for a week. Not the rest of my life. No, it'd be tough. Yeah. Okay. Uh, start a dogfighting ring. <laughs> How much would it take for me to start a dogfighting ring? Yeah. Pete on here right now, like, dude. I love dogs, and I would not want that. It's I've got a bad conscience, man. Yeah, dude, like no. a billion. Yeah, a billion dollar. I'd need to be a billionaire to do this. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because oh, it would be. I couldn't. I couldn't do it either. No, man. You know what I mean? It's like it's even hard to set like a. I don't even. I don't even know how to do it. No, I know. It, it's messed up. <laughs> it's messed up. Yeah, I got some issues asking that one. Um, but you know, a billion though, you know. Yeah. How big of a rent? You know, maybe it's like some strays. Or, yeah. I don't know. How much would it take for you to play golf with Ovi? How much would it take? Yeah. What well, pay? Yeah. How much? Uh, I'd probably pay like a thousand bucks. Yep. Yeah. Wouldn't probably go any higher. Yeah. I don't think. Um, it's no. like, you know, I'd be sick, but yeah. I'm not going to be like, oh, five yeah. grand down. Exactly. Yeah. For a four hour round. Yeah. Like, and it's not like we're buddies. No. You know, exactly. like it's going to be weird. Like, I'm going to be. We're going to be pulling off three T-Box and have the pants down on his ankles, right? All right, ladies and gentlemen, that'll conclude the halftime show of season two, episode 44 of the Dana Mission podcast. We have just realized <laughs> that we have made a, a 
major mistake, and the first half of the podcast was not recorded on our roadcaster. So yeah. the audio has now improved. It will. You know, yeah. it's uh, we appreciate you battling through. For you sure. know, it's not the same, obviously, as you're probably picking up now. But you know, it's not uh, it's not the worst thing in the world. You no. know, there is worse audio. We're in a small room. Yes, it's not that bad. No, exactly. So. We will. Uh, we will grind through it. We appreciate everyone for grinding through that first half, and and we'll see. Maybe it maybe it doesn't sound overly terrible. No, um, Nate, we're gonna move into the MLB for quarter three. And uh, Nate, I just wanted to kind of pump your tires here for a minute. Uh, you're on an absolute heater on live in the line. I mean, you give out winning bets all the time, plus odds. But Vladimir Guerrero Jr. absolutely <laughs> hit came, the wheels off the baseball. Yeah, he came plus three hundred. He came in big for the guy. Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. Take the art. Plus 375, you say, yeah? I think it was 300. Yeah, think, oh, was it 375? It, uh, I don't know. It was It was definitely in the threes. Regardless. So, I mean, ridiculous value. Yes. Plus with the RBI, you know, you parlay that. You're looking at at least plus 450. I can't remember yep. the odds now. It's been almost a week. For sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, and then Panarin with the assist as well, plus 110. I thought that was kind of a layup. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just look a little bit. You got to get lucky, though. For I mean, sure. But the Panarin assist at plus 110, I was surprised with that one. I, yeah. I, I would take that as a locket. If you're going to give that plus odds, I'll take that every single game they play. For sure. For so. sure. Well, like you say, fourth uh, in the league in assists this year is yeah. a playmaking machine. Nate, Aaron Judge is the third Yankee of all time to have 20-plus home runs, 60-plus hits in his first 50 games. Can you name the other two? First, uh, the third Yankee? Third Yankee. Name the other two. I'm going to go with... Uh, They're huge legends. Yeah, I'm going to say Mickey Mantle. Yep. Joe DiMaggio. Uh Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth, okay. Yeah, so pretty cool. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, mean, it's a, I mean, that's just absolutely... I'm throwing those three at the wall, yes. so... The most not, elite yeah, company. I, I'd say maybe A-Rod. Yeah. I yeah. could throw A-Rod in there. Yeah, for sure. That was an absolute home run machine. Yeah, he was, for sure. But Aaron Judge, I mean, those numbers, though, that's just off the charts good uh, to have those numbers through 50, his, the first 50 games. and to be to see what happens with him after the season. Yes, because he's Contracts a free agent, up, yeah. yeah. 30 years old. Yeah. You know. You He'll be him. looking for a ticket. Yeah, and yeah. rightfully so, man. Yes, I for mean, sure. going off in the contract year. It's vintage stuff. Oh, it he's is. He's going to get it somewhere. Uh, someone will pay this guy. Yeah. Uh, Nate, the Philadelphia Phillies have fired manager Joe Girardi, former Yankee manager after uh, Yankee manager after a 21 and 29 start. Um, manager. Manager. They, uh, they hire Oliver Marmol, the youngest MLB manager, 35 years old. They've won three in a row under him. It's uh, it's tough, man. I mean, they're not going to catch the Mets. The Mets on an absolute heater. Yeah. But uh, to be in, I've never, like, you gas them, and you're in, I think they're in third place or, or fourth place. But obviously, they were off to a tough start. They think that they've got, they you know, he wasn't getting them all out of that roster. And I, I would like to know, too, like, what is, what is the manager's role every day? Like, you, obviously, you set your lineup. Yeah. And then you yell and scream. And yeah. Remember Tony LaRosa? We were watching the White Sox versus Jays, and man, that guy's face oh, is just he's the... a textbook <laughs> manager. It's so good. I caught a little bit of the Mets Dodgers game last night. Okay. Two things I forgot. Yep. One, yep. David Price is on the on the Dodgers. Yes. I mean, that guy's been irrelevant yeah. for a and few two, years. I now. forgot he's a lefty. Yeah. I forgot he's a lefty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. David like, Price. I mean, in his heyday, like when he was traded oh. to the Jays in 15, 16, like he was an absolute fire wagon. Yeah. It was dust on the Red Sox. And then he bailed, yeah. Um, the ticket, though. Yeah. Auto ticket, man. Yeah. Take it. Um, but uh, Nate, the Phillies just beat the Angels, and the Angels have lost 10 in a row. Yeah. So we're looking at, we're looking at the uh, AL West here. We're looking at Houston. They're absolutely running away with it. They're like 37 and 16. And yeah. You take awesome. a look, uh, and uh, the Angels are now 527 and 27 after losing 10 in a row. I mean, this is a team that we're – 
we're just starving for to see in the postseason with Otani and Trout and and all the superstar power that they have there. But just it may not happen for the men. They just it's they were doing so well too. You know, I mean, you lose ten in a row and now you're at five hundred. Like you were doing fine. Like hopefully they can get it together a bit because that would be awesome to see them there for sure. And I would love to see the Astros not. For sure. You know. Does Mike Trout have the worst personality out of a superstar in sports? And I hate to, to say yeah. that, but in terms of just like, just the quietest guy that you just don't really get much out of. I don't know. McDavid ain't great either. No, he's not. You know? He's not for sure. Even but, Crosby. Yeah. It's just so bland. And it's yeah. like, you know, I feel like they have to be like that kind for of sure. thing. But it's like, yeah. and Tavares too. That's some other guys. Yeah. I'm trying to think of someone in the NBA that's just like. Kawhi's pretty. Kawhi's pretty, pretty bad. Pretty yeah. bland. Yeah. Pretty bland, but. See, like, the stuff, too, the highlights you see of Kawhi, like, showing off personality. I don't know if he's, like, joking. Like, he's the laugh and stuff. It's like, dude, that's so cringy. Like, Such a weird laugh. Oh, my goodness, man. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but uh, your guy, Jordan Alvarez, for the yeah. Houston uh, Astros, signed a six-year, $115 million contract. So they've locked him up long-term. He's an absolute monster. Was he, yeah. Is he leading the league in RBIs, or he's close, too? He's I know, close. it's Ramirez. Jose Ramirez yeah. is, but he's, he's in the top five. Yeah, it was an interesting... I can't remember what the trade was uh, from the Dodgers when he went over. To the Astros, he was on the Dodgers. Okay, as a prospect, they traded him when he was like eighteen or nineteen. Okay, to uh, to Houston. Yeah, yeah, that's a nice pickup uh, for Houston. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. I can't remember who it was for, but it was a it was a steal of a trade. Oh, for sure. So credit to the credit to the Astros on that. Yeah, yeah. And that's not something you can say too often. No, that is not. <laughs> that's not something anyone would ever say too often. No, it is not. Uh, Nate, the uh, the Reds trade Jake Bowers to the New York Yankees. The Cincinnati Reds traded him for cash. <laughs> Man, that's going to be a tough one. That's a tough scene. I mean, there's no worse. How much? I want to know how much. I know, I know. Cash considerations. Or yeah. It's like, okay, well, how much cash? Yeah. It's like it's like 200 bucks. Well, it's funny when the, what was it? The Danny Cleary one. Okay. When he got traded. You know this one? No. Oh, he got traded to Detroit for a buck. One dollar. One dollar. Wow. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah, it's crazy. That that's is just, very that's tough. That's tough on the ego. Oh, my god. You know gosh. what else was tough on the ego? What's that? Being in a trade like, uh, what was it, the Eric Lindros one? Yes. Yeah, you, know, you got one guy and then seven dudes go back the other way. Yeah. It's like, holy smokes, boys. We're garbage. Oh, man. Yeah. That is tough. Yeah. Um, Quebec, though. The marathon continues, Nate. The Jays have turned it around a bit. They've looked a lot better, but the marathon continues in the MLB, and we'll be back on uh, Friday to break down everything that goes on this week. But Nate, Vladdy we're moving stay in. Stay hot, baby. Vladdy, stay hot. We're moving into quarter four, and we got some French Open tennis. We got some PGA Tour, and we got some U.S. Open Women's Edition, uh, the biggest tournament in the LPGA. And uh, Nate, we'll start things off in the French Open. Our guy, Rafa Nadal, wins his 14th French Open, the King of Clay. I hit him. I got him at plus two hundred versus uh, versus Djokovic in the quarterfinals. Yep, which I thought was just unbelievable juice. I mean, this guy is the king of the clay. Uh, then he plays in his semifinals match. If against, uh, he's he wins in a in a tiebreak the first set. About to go to a second tiebreak, and the guy folds his ankle. It was a great. He gets. He had to get wheelchaired off the court. It was oh. greasy. So he retires, and then he uh, wins in straight sets in the final. And Rafa Nadal is your twenty. That's his twenty-first major win. Yeah, yeah, I think that is correct. I, I think know, the fourteenth for the. Yep. Yeah, for rolling for the French. Um, yeah, man. I mean, he's a stick, and like you were saying, plus two hundred in the quarters is solid. I mean, he was coming in, but. I believe we talked about it on an episode prior. It's yep. plus three thirty three, yep. which we thought was a strange number. Yeah, um, I believe because we were doing the math, we were trying to crunch the math, and <laughs> I think we were struggling a bit with it. Yes, we were. But uh, yeah, I mean, the guy's an absolute stud. Yeah, he is, man. Um, common knowledge, though. No, he's grown a lot on me. I didn't like him at, like when he was challenging Rafa for kind of the greatest 
and I, I was a big, or sorry, when he was challenging Roger. Did I say that? Anyway. Um, no, I said Rafa. Okay, yeah, yeah, when yeah. he was challenging Roger. and I, I mean, I'm a big fan of both of them. I think just Djokovic has kind of gone down, and I'm not a huge fan of that guy. I don't hate him. You like Joker? I, I do. Yeah, yeah. It's big um, just because he's, he's rocking the Lacoste out there. For sure. That's a... Yeah, big Roddick guy back in the day. Yeah, just so steez for sure, for sure. Just a straight tennis brand, you know. Um, definitely. Um, Swiatek on the women's side, Nate. No surprise there has won the women's French Open, and and she's her streak. She's gonna break um, yep. uh, Serena Williams' uh, streak of, of thirty four wins in a row, and she's just on an absolute tear. I mean, I I think that we'll be kind of you know sprinkling her for the Wimbledon win. Well, we're gonna have to. Yeah, I mean, you got it for the first couple rounds anyway. She's going for that record. Yes, she's gonna get that at yep. least, and we'll see if she's got any gas left in the tank yeah yeah but uh I mean, so, she's on a fast track here to becoming yeah absolute ledge we might have to get prakash back on to break down everything that went on in the french open we'll we'll, yeah. we'll sit tight here but uh, we'll check back in on the tennis world come wimbledon yep. which is uh in july so not too far away yep. uh nate u.s women's open the biggest tournament in the in the lpga circuit we've got our girl brooke henderson sniffing around she's minus one i mean you got min uh min uh min geely yeah. From uh, from New Zealand, and she's leading at minus thirteen. She's I think five ahead. Um, minus thirteen is a, a really low number to, to see at a U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got Nelly Corda. That rough. Yeah, exactly. Nelly Nelly Corda hasn't played in four months. She's minus four, uh, looking pretty good. But uh, I, I do love watching. I was watching uh, I think on Friday uh, the coverage for the uh, Memorial didn't come on. I was watching mm-hmm. the the ladies, and man, I mean, it's just fun. I love watching Nelly Corda. Sweet to watch. Oh, I'm in Nelly love with her, man. I, I, she's awesome. one athlete that I would get on a knee for if I ever met her. Oh God, absolute. Oh. Tell me about it, Andreas. Yeah, I mean, lock her down, baby. Yeah, I would lock that down pretty quick. Uh, Athena, see you. But uh, <laughs> no, it's been fun to watch, and and uh, you know we'll uh, we'll see who gets crowned the champion. I think uh, uh, Minji Lee, she's a young uh, phenom. I think twenty six years old. She's already won a major. I think she's going to lock down the U.S. Open. Nate on the PGA Tour, we got the Memorial, and we got Billy Horschel firing a minus seven third round to take the lead. He's I think he's five clear of of Aaron Wise and Cam Smith. Uh, so if Billy has a, just a half decent round, it looks like Billy, uh, Billy Horschel will get a, a win. He was really hot in the winter months. Remember yes. when Billy Horschel was playing really good golf, yeah, but, yeah. uh, I mean, he's a, he's a good guy. I mean, he's won the, um, the FedEx cup before and Billy Ho's looking to, you know, get some good vibes in before a couple of weeks before the U S open. Yeah, for sure. I'm keeping my eye on, uh, Maxie. Yeah, how's Max Homa doing? Well, he's tied for third. Okay. I mean, obviously, yeah. as you're listening to this now, the tournament has concluded, but I believe yeah. he was one of my picks. Yes. Max yep. Homa. Yes, so he was. we're going for that. And Cam Smith as well. Looking for my, yeah. I mean, he's right there. Might be a little tough for Cam. Six back. Okay. Uh, I mean, Homa's got a shot, but. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. That would be nice. For sure. Joaquin Neiman. Uh, actually, when I was on the bachelor party, we ended up playing a, a little round of the game we play, Guess the Age. Okay. So it was, uh, it was basically um, Richard Fitz and Well. Yep going head to head against the best man. Okay. Um so you know it was going pretty good. There were some there were some funny ones though. You know, I was throwing out we did it was exclusively golfers and there were some of the guys, you know, I'd be like throwing out like Jonathan Vegas. Yeah. Just like, oh boy. What's he like, 35? 37. Oh well. Well you know there was a few where like people were just completely off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Hilarious. I mean uh, Richard pretty close. For sure. Richard pretty dumb. Yeah. Um all right folks. Well my camera's blinking. Uh, fast, so I'm just going to wrap this up quick. We're coming to Toronto this week. So Friday, we're flying in for the Canadian Open. We couldn't be more excited. I've never watched a live golf tournament in my life, so that's going to be so exciting. We're going to get to see Cam Smith, Justin Thomas. We're praying they make the cut. Uh, So if you're at the Canadian Open, come check it out. Uh, We'll be on Instagram. We'll do a meetup while we're in Toronto. We're going to be getting lots of content. So we'll we'll come check in on Friday. And uh, and we appreciate you guys listening. Go go make sure you're uh, giving the uh, the podcast a five star. And uh, I'm praying to God this audio from the first half and halftime show is okay. I think it'll be okay. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Usually when I'm editing the uh, the video, it's like it's it's there. Okay. It's not going to be terrific, folks. No. But we appreciate you bearing with us today. All right, folks. Have a great week. We'll see you Friday. Bye.